I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 11 to 1 show. Last week, the Network Ireland Mead the branch held their Business Woman of the Year awards in Trim. And in keeping with the Network Ireland ethos of women supporting women, the branch decided to use their awards night as an opportunity to launch a fundraising campaign to support Mead Women's Refuge with a raffle. Joining me now to tell us more about this is Network Ireland Mead the branch president, Sinead Cavanagh, on the line. How are you getting on, Sinead? I'm good, Sinead. How are you? I am great. I'm great. I'm still basking in the glow of a very successful awards night last week. Can you tell us, first of all, why it's important for the branch to hold awards like this for the members? It's an incredibly important um, event and experience for our members. It's an, As you know, Network Ireland is a national network. We have 18 branches around the country. Um, the Mead branch is just four years old, but the organisation is 40 years old this year. Um, and that's a lot to celebrate. There have been an awful lot of women who have been involved with the network nationally. Um, and being able to continue that support and solidarity for women in business, I think if you can imagine 40 years ago, having a network for women who were in business would have been groundbreaking. At yes. the time. And I think even now it still is um, in the sense that there are nuances to women in business whether regardless of the roles that you hold outside of your role as a business person, whether you're a parent or not, whether you're a carer or not, whatever it is that you, your own personal life um, involves, you bring you have a, a separate set of new, a separate nuance than men bring in business. Yeah. And it's just it, it just is what it is, you know. And it's not to start any any conversation in terms of equity or anything else like that. There's just a separate set of circumstances that for women, um, when they're in business, they have to navigate. Now, when I say women in business, it's not just business owners. We're, you know, we're made up of entrepreneurs, of professionals within their industry sectors. Um, so there's employees in there as well. But it's anyone who is looking for support, collaborative um, mentorship, collaborations, mentorship, um, leadership, you know, who want to forge ahead and create a career for themselves in their chosen field or their chosen industry sector. And it's just providing that space where you've got conversation with like-minded women. Yeah. Know, that's what it boils down to. And I know for myself, I would be one of, it within my own social circle, I would be one of maybe two who are self-employed. Right. So, there's not, you know, there there is a, a thing, you know, the animal of self-employment is that you're nearly always working. Mm. You know, that it's not that you're always out there hungry, it's that you're, it's just always on your mind. And yeah. when you're trying to compartmentalise that with everything else that's going on in your life, it's wonderful to have a space where women can actually sit down and have a conversation that is business related, that the other person understands 
the, the narrative. Um, and the awards then, what that does is it recognises these the, you know, the challenges and mm. the, the struggles, the difficulties, the successes and the celebrations that women in business have. And it's a place for us to be able to come together and, and enjoy and celebrate that and congratulate that. Yeah, because so, like you say, you know, so often you're in the you're in the moment, aren't you? You're in the hustle yeah. of it all and you don't get to sit back and kind of go, wow, look what I achieved. <laughs> yeah, and that's and really what the awards are about. Totally. And I mean, even as I said, in, in when I was uh, speaking to, to the group that gathered last Friday, you know, very often as women um, and, and men as well, we tend to focus on the bit that didn't go right. Yes. And not the ma- masses of things that do go right, because the everyday stuff, when you're still in business, it's going right. But we tend to sometimes focus on those things that, and they could be minor, but they just... There's an upset in the apple cart yeah. and, and it just sort of throws and it being able to say just that to somebody who understands and they go, yeah, but hang on a minute. Will you look at what you are doing? Yeah. And you go, OK, actually, yes. And you need that. You, it's really important to have that for anybody who's in business for themselves. That's a really important thing. And I think then for women, there's that little added extra of being able to kind of hold each other up. As I say, you know, you, you, I lead from the side, do you know, yes. so that you, people can lean in. Yes. Um, you know, there's no point in leading from the front because you can leave people behind. And if you're leading from the back, then you're, is it leading? So leading from the side, I find for my own personal, that's the way I approach it. Um, it's that we're, it's a solidarity and people can lean in and you'll sometimes put your hand behind and you might sometimes step a little bit forward. Yeah. On what's going on. You know, I love that. I know, absolutely love that. It's been able that. to see that. It's been able to see that and, and you're not in anyone's way. Yes, yes. And it's that's the thing. And there's no competition with each other, which yeah. I think is, is fantastic. And, you know, the ethos of this is very much women supporting women. And yeah. with this in mind, you decided to support Mead Women's Refuge and Support Service. You have a raffle, a fundraising raffle. Tell us about this. And this is open to everybody, not just people anybody, in the network. Anybody yeah. you would like to support. So basically, um, the, each year the president gets to choose, the, the incoming president gets to choose who they would like as their charity partner for the year. And I chose Mead Women's Refuge for personal reasons. So um, I chose them because, A, they provide so much for the vulnerable in our society within the county of Meath and further afield. They support in many ways um, other women in the North the northeast. Um, this is about women and children who are struggling with the difficulties and challenges of domestic violence. Um, so domestic violence, domestic abuse, as everybody knows, it really came to the fore during our pandemic and people mm. were locked down and it just, you know, there was no escaping it. I think sometimes it's easy to escape if we wear blinkers, if we don't see it, it's not happening. And that's not good enough. You know, it's just yeah. not good enough. It's set up 37 years ago to fulfil a need. Nobody at that time who set it up, and if they're listening now, they'll say it to you themselves ever thought that 37 years later they'd, they'd still be fundraising to keep that service alive and, and more still, in need now than it ever was. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I mean, Frances Hayworth, uh, fundraising manager there at the Refuge, she spoke on the night and it was so eye-opening what she had to say okay. about the real need for funding and the fact that, you know, despite what goes against their very wishes, they've had to kind of turn people away. Yeah. Yeah, Which is I mean, horrific. When you hear that, and for anyone who has ever um, had the experience of domestic violence or who has had somebody close to them um, experience domestic violence, the situation is horrendous. Mm. Absolutely horrendous. And I can say that from first-hand experience, twice around, um, uh, for, as a child and as an adult. Um, and it, it's just horrendous to be in that situation and to realise that there are women and children who cannot be supported to the extent that they would like to be able to support them is mm. 
just not okay in our society, in a modern society, in a Western world. How is this, you know, still a case that there isn't the funding there available? You know, and it's across the board. It's a, it's a, a massive piece of, a massive body of work from, you know, the, the, the causes, the symptoms, the, the, the outcomes, all of that. But for us, we can do our little bit. And if everyone's yeah. doing a little bit, those little bits add up to something fantastic and, and, and really helpful. So Absolutely. For us, yeah, yeah, and I, before before we, we talk a little bit about yeah. the prizes, which are fantastic, by the way, so many businesses that have supported this, you know, just as, as you've alluded to there, you know, and what, something that Francis really said, I think that was kind of, you know, resonated with me as well. You know, the woman or the child or the women and the children that arrive on the women's refuge door are not what we think in our minds of these frail, beaten down, you know, like they, they could be very yeah. strong women. And as you've yeah. alluded to yourself, Sinead, you were that woman who found yourself on the doorstep of Mead Women's Refuge Service. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer and I do it in my, I say it in my own work. The children learn what they live. And as an adult, you then go on to live what you've learned. And so for me, I had to break a cycle because I was going to become a parent. And um, for me, it was very important that that cycle be broken, that it didn't perpetuate in my own child's life. Mm. Um, and so I grew up in with domestic violence in our home, um, you know, middle class family, street mm. angel, house devil, um, you know, where nobody would ever have known. And, you know, as the saying goes, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. And mm. sometimes you don't need to, but other times you do need to just take care, you know, be mm. care, and take, you know, have care for others and, and, and lend that hand or make sure that that hand is, it's known that that hand is available um, for help if it's needed and support. So um, I used the refuge it's about 18 and a half years ago, I think nearly 19 years ago, at a period in my life where it was crucial and I had nobody. It was the same Steve, well, there had been a run up to it and you know yourself, mm. as I just say, love is deaf, dumb, blind and a bit stupid. Yeah. Um, and you know, when, when you are in the midst, you can excuse an awful lot. Mm. Um, and I did and it got to a point where I, where I you know I reached a breaking point where I went no absolutely no more and I left when I was pregnant Wow Sinead oh my goodness me so double the, the, the vulnerability I can only imagine what would have been going through your mind as you got out of there on a St Stephen's Day whilst quite heavily pregnant well, it, it actually was a, it was a new pregnancy. It was a planned pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But the reality, I think, of that pregnancy just perpetuated the fear that drove the the, the violence mm. of the other person in the first place. Do you know, okay. and that's what it is. We, we react. Fear can cause massive reactions not to people. But if we don't consult, confront it and, and deal with it, do you know, that's yeah. it what it is. But it wasn't my one to deal with. So I had to make a decision. If I, do I wait and have this baby and then how much more difficult is it going to be to, to get out of the situation with a baby in arms or while baby is still very safely tucked up if I make the changes I have to make now whatever is going to be in the future is going to be in the future but ultimately it has to be better than this and so that was, that's not an easy decision to make mm. you have to reach a breaking point you have to be broken yeah. in many ways physically, emotionally you know, um, in many ways there's seven forms of, of domestic violence. People don't realise that there are seven different types of domestic violence. People hear about coercive control now a lot. Yeah. It's great because we have legislation around it. But, you know, people automatically think of it as being bruises. You know, there's yeah. so many other ways. And so I reached a breaking point and I went, no, because I have not just me to think about now. I have this little person to think about and I have to make changes that's going to be of benefit to them in their future. And so I had to make that decision. 
And I left that Stevens' night. I remember I had to I had to get out of the house. I was uh, locked in. Uh, I was sat on in the hall to, to take a key out of my hand so I couldn't get out the door. You know, those bloody doors that have the key on the inside yes. and the outside. Yeah. Yes. So butterfly lock on my house. Butterfly lock on the inside of my house. Is nobody ever going to... Yeah. So um, I got out and I literally was in the clothes I was standing in. I had my phone in my hand. I had nothing else. I didn't have a penny to my name. I didn't have any ID. I didn't have anything. And I walked to Main Road and I flagged a taxi and I just said to the guy, um, I know there's a refuge. I don't know where it is. I have no money. He says, that's okay, love. He said, I know where it is and you won't be paying me anyway. What a guardian angel. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stevens is night like. Stevens is night. Amazing. Where so there was nobody I was going to ring and say, yeah. the world's gone to SH1T. Yeah. Uh, Plus, there's that there's that block in your mind as well where you think, yeah, the shame. How am I going to embarrassed? You're ashamed. You're like, how can me being a relatively intelligent woman would have been a cop on be in this situation? How did Mm. how did I get here? Um, And so he dropped me to the door. They opened the door. They said, "Come in." They showed me into a lovely, comfortable sitting room. Sit down. They made me a cup of tea. Came back into me. They wanted to have a look. I said, I have, but they took photos. I bruises. They took photos and stuff like that. And then they said, how can we help? That was it. And I always said, because I spoke for a number of years, I would have been, I would have, you know, I always believe in giving back. So for a number of years, I would have supported the refuge in lots of different ways. We did little initiatives and shopping and all sorts of things, all about consciousness. Do you yeah. know, about consciousness that I would have, you've heard me speak about that before. Be conscious in your actions, be conscious in your giving, be conscious in your connections with others. It's because you have to, it's a self-awareness that brings you to that consciousness. And when you have consciousness, you, you take responsibility. And it's very important that we take responsibility for ourselves in this world. So um, they, they gave me back my dignity. And I used to say this on a regular basis. They gave me back my dignity in the form of a, pack of, a five pack of underwear and a toothbrush. Wow. And when you know you can get up in the morning yeah. after having a safe night's sleep and mm. you can brush your teeth and you can change your undies, you can conquer the world. And, there's, you know, when I hear people saying, you know, you've got to pull up your big girl knickers. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that that just resonates. You transport so back there. Yeah, yeah, so completely. Because it's in that one moment of somebody recognising your really basic needs as a human being and they hand you back your dignity in that sense. It's and when you hear then of women not being able to get, to get this because yeah. the refuge is so in need of, of, of help and support, this is where something like this comes in. So There isn't enough anyone can do. No, there there's not enough. Anyone can do. And on my watch, I will do as much as I possibly can. So... That's where the raffle came from. So they're our charity partner for the year. So we have a coffee morning every month and we get together and we sit around the table. We have the cup of coffee. We have the chats. And I throw a cup on the table and say, lads, throw your couple of quid in the cup. And somebody has donated a raffle price. It can be whatever it is. Nothing yeah. big, nothing major, but a few quid quid. And, you know, that 35 or 40 quid every month goes into the account. And at the end of the year, that goes to the refuge. That's one little aspect. And then we'll have a couple of, of things. We have our I Donate pages open all year round. So anyone can donate in the same way that they can donate into the refuge themselves proper as well. Mm. But if they donate in through our page, it means that they come connected to us as well. And so we can keep them in the loop of anything else that's going on, either for the refuge or in, you know, uh, indirectly for the refuge through us or whatever as a network branch.
So the raffle is just uh, blew me away. A couple of the, the committee members came on board and went hunting. And I don't think there was a door that did knock on in the county. <laughs> and there's and so many prizes. There's so many to list prizes. out there. Yeah, 26 prizes. We can't do lists. I do laugh every time I do I, an LMFM and list some Jerry Kelly. Lauren <laughs> laughing and be going, no, I'll do a list. But we have 26 prizes and there's, there's over 2,000 euros worth of value and there's everything from 500 euros worth of executive coaching from a new um, coaching in who are a firm in Dublin, all the way down to the very important chocolates and wine. Yes. Um, at the very bottom. And, and everything you can think of in between. We have gift sets, we have candle sets, we have workshops, we have um, clothing vouchers, shoes vouchers, jewellery, all sorts of fantastic things, but over 2,000 euros worth of value. And we really wanted to try and raise 2,000 euro. Mm-hmm. To kind of reflect that, yes. not only the generosity of all the businesses in the county and, you know, there's so many people in Trim just really got behind us and supported, but we've Summerhill, we've Rathos, we've, we've Atboy, with people all over the, the county are, have supported us. And we wanted to, to kind of raise money that would reflect that. In many ways, this is about collaboration, so it's to do justice to the donors who, mm-hmm. who you know, gave off their own hard-earned funds and, and products and everything else. It's to do justice to the refuge. It's to raise awareness for everybody involved. So as I say, all the stakeholders, so not just the refuge and the work that they do, but also here's these businesses in the community being part of their community. Oh, give them absolutely. Give, them, give well. them recognition as, re- as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's like literally so, so cheap for people to, to donate to this. It really, really is. And whatever you can donate is so appreciated. Sinead, I, I thank you so, so much for your honesty today and for joining us and for all of the work, the brilliant work that you're doing, not only with the network, but for me, the uh, Women's Refuge Service. Delighted to support and highlight that for you today. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Sinead, can I give you the two links? You can indeed, yes. So one is, if you want to donate, just go to iDonate. Yeah. Um, and it's idonate.ie slash fundraiser slash Network Ireland needs for MWR. Uh, MRWS but you'll see it just go in and put in Network Me, Ireland yeah. and, and Me the Women's Refuge and you'll find it the links are all over our socials so if anyone goes to our Instagram or Facebook or anything else like that there um, they'll find us and for anyone else interested in maybe joining Oh uh, yes Network that's right Ireland, yes. if they'd like to we're always open to new members we've 32 now we started the year with just 15 um, so you just go to networkireland.ie forward slash join and you'll find the Mead link there. Just click in. And people can, Sinead Kavanagh is my name. You'll find me, SineadTKavanagh.ie. Just contact me. Anyone who's interested um, in any way there at all, get in touch. Fantastic, Sinead. Thank you so much for joining us today. Sinead, thanks a million. Take care. Thanks a million. Can we please, please get them to that target? Please, whatever you can, whatever you can uh, support, it would be so appreciated. idonate.ie, if you just go in there, the best way to go in there straight away and just search for the Mead Women's Refuge Fundraiser or Network Ireland Mead and you'll find it there. Anything at all is going to make a huge difference. The 11 to 1 Show. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.